Welcome everyone to Female Firesides episode four. Uh, so I fast-tracked this episode a little bit because of some things going on, um, but I'll get into that in just a second. Um, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Uh, my name is Emily Brandenburg. I am your host and owner of EB Design Agency. And today, I, like I said, we have kind of an interesting episode today. So we are still, my guest is still a female entrepreneur, and we are definitely going to discuss um, her journey into entrepreneurship, but we are also going to talk about some things going on with women's rights in the world, because this has to do uh, with her business and her blog and her podcast. So uh, I'm very excited to introduce Aquela Bogan. So welcome so much, uh, Aquela. I'm so glad that you are here today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome. <laughs> so before we get started, I've, I've kind of started a new thing with with this podcast. Um, and I think it's needed because we were just chatting a little bit before recording this and we're both just like in a state of kind of panic a little bit, <laughs> rightfully so. But um, so I think this is appropriate. I like to start these now with um, a gratitude practice. So let's start with three things you're so very thankful for right now. I am very very thankful that I live in a state that um, protects abortion care. Um, I'm grateful for a spiritual foundation to keep me sane. <laughs> and I'm grateful to Instagram for connecting us because I get to see you and talk to you today. <laughs> Yes, that should be the first thing. Like we literally met, I guess it was last year. It was yeah. about a year ago. So we are celebrating our one-year friendship. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, that is, that is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I just, we live in some crazy times right now in the U.S. And you know, as awful as it is, like, it is so important to remember that even though there is so much shit <laughs> and there are going to be, there's going to be some curse words flying in this episode today, people, but there, you know, it's just, it's so humbling and just grounding to just think about the things that we do have in our lives that we're thankful for. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, okay. So you have a blog and a podcast, um, and your blog is called the realist woman. And you are just like all about, women's rights and female rights and talking about the issues all over the world, like not just in the U S like you highlight issues from women, all in, you know, all different countries, which I yeah. think is amazing because so many times a lot of those stories don't get told and it's so sad. Um, so you have this amazing blog and then you have this podcast, but the blog came first, correct? The blog came first. It was a long time in the making. I originally just wanted a space for literally my friends to go to where they could see news stories on women and girls without having to physically go and search for them. Um, and that started with the uh, kidnapping of the Chabak schoolgirls in Nigeria in 2014. And, you know, the world was outraged and rightly so, but then the story died, which stories do. But I thought it was so urgent. I thought if this were 200 Israeli girls kidnapped by Hamas, mm. you know, I don't know that the story would have died as quickly as it died. Right. So I 
decided to just create a website, but I had no idea what I was doing. I came from a journalism <laughs> background. I thought I'll just work for somebody forever, write this, write that, boom, boom, bam, that's it. That's my life. I did not know I'd be creating anything. And um, it became the realest woman. And so uh, since 2018, it went, it went live 2018. And so just about every week I was, you know, pumping out stories and then um, had some life events that led me to hypnotherapy, trauma therapy, um, subconscious reprogramming, like a whole new world and spiritual spectrum um, and personal development. And um, I decided that I wanted to kind of shift a little bit uh, and focus on self-care. So that's kind of where the podcast came in um, because my self-care does not exist without spirituality. And so I talk about that, but I have to say since everything that's happened as of late, I decided that my second season, which is starting on Tuesday, July 5th, um, I'm definitely going to be weaving in, you know, news stories that affect women and women's wellness and, and how to achieve self-care with the chaos going on around us. Um, so I'm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So needed right now. It's, I am so struggling with that. It's like, it feels like there's so much chaos and I can't quiet it. Yeah. My emotional state, my nervous system is struggling right now. Yeah. It is struggling. It has yeah. been struggling for the past few weeks. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited to listen to that because that, like I said, that's just so needed right now. So that'll be, um, really nice to hear your take on that because I need all the help in that area. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. We, we need healthy ways to process, you know, we're going to feel what we feel. We're going to you know, and we should express what we want to express, but what does that look like? Um, what techniques can we use? What am I doing? You know, I'm going to share what I'm doing, but just because I'm doing something doesn't mean that it works for everybody. So I kind of want to really give, a, you know, um, you know, people just ideas on how they can help themselves and serve themselves in such chaotic times. And I think that's so great because so many times we hear, oh, do X, Y, Z exactly this way. And you'll see the same benefits in, in everything. We see that in business. We see that in marketing. We see that in websites. We see that in, in everything, but we're all different. Like not one thing that works for someone is not always going to work for somebody else. So I love that you're going to give ideas, um, because it's probably going to be trial and error. I wish there was just like a switch that we could flip to just better instantly, Um, I know for myself, just my personal self-care, all of the things that I had been doing previously are now no longer working. (laughs) So like (laughs) when my mind goes into overdrive and I go into panic mode, I I really need like a good distraction and all of my like normal things. Like I, I have, like, I love to read. I'm obsessed with reading and I have my Kindle. Like normally I would read my, my Kindle or I would meditate or something, nothing like literally. And I'm just like, okay, I can't keep going on like this. Like pills. It literally will manifest into disease. Yeah. So, so, you know, now I'm stressing about that, 
So right. <laughs> <laughs> it's this <A> vicious vicious <laughs> cycle. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, um, trying to give myself some grace there and trying to be, you know, just a little more mindful of how I spend my day and my energy. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, I am never more lit up and excited in my life and my business than when I am interviewing women for this podcast. Um, so let's, let's transition a little bit to the craziness that is happening right now in the U S. Um, I have so many words and no words at this time. (laughs) I I have rage and I have sorrow. I feel so sad for the young girls right now who are growing up and this is happening to them, you know, cause it's just as much as it's happening to us, it's happening to them. And they now are living in a world that is telling them that they do not have rights to their own body. And it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah. They have, you know, I would say maybe something in common with their maybe grandmothers or great grandmothers. They're living in a world where this is not legal now, you know, and we lived in a world where it was, I don't know a world without these rights. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It it is crazy. And it's, and on top of it, like, I'm sure every woman in the country and probably most of the world has heard that, that this has been overturned in this country. Like people are watching the other parts of the world are watching us. Like everyone has like eyes are upon us right now. And it's just so crazy to me because it's, I feel like a lot of people have heard about it, but they don't really know what all is entailed. I know I have a lot of friends in other parts of the world and like, I've just mentioned to them that, oh my gosh, there's so much, like, I just feel so heavy right now. And they're like, oh, I've heard, I don't know any real details, but I've heard that that was overturned. And it's so confusing because now it's up to the States and every state is completely different. And so you know, before we, we started recording this, you, you meant, or maybe it was in the very beginning, you mentioned you're so thankful. That was right. One of your, one of your, your things you were thankful for was that you're happy to live in a state that, you know, is, is providing that and is, and is, you know, protecting that. Um, Some states are giant question marks. (laughs) Some states had trigger laws that went into effect immediately. Some are working on legislation, but we're not quite sure what that's going to look like. And for me right now, being a nomad who's traveling over the U.S., I don't want to go to states where that's not protected because what if that happened? You know, what if I ended up pregnant and needed to get an abortion for whatever reason? Mm-hmm. Like, how would that work? Um, right. And I'm, I'm, I'm just legitimately scared. Yeah. And that's a feeling shared by all you know, mothers are devastated for their daughters. And the thing is, you know, the majority of women who were receiving abortions are already mothers um, and women of color. Yeah, I know. And yeah, that's what kills me so much because I have privilege. If I was in a state that didn't, that banned abortions, I could probably find the resources. I would have the time. I would have the ability, the money, all of that to get out and find it elsewhere, right? How many women don't have that? How many women don't have that? Like it is targeting, it is targeting people of color. It is targeting other minorities. It is targeting those women to, to keep them in those situations. And it is just, it is heartbreaking to me. 
It is another angle of white supremacy. A hundred percent. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the okay. hits just, the hits just keep on coming with that one, you know, it's just, yeah. um, but also, um, so this really started, um, with politics and the church teaming up. Yep. Yep. In the, I believe late seventies. And, you know, there were, um, Catholics who had been Democrat Democrats. Um, and that a lot of that was thanks to Kennedy. Um, but you know, the, the right, the conservatives, you know, took those Catholics and used abortion uh, to, to draw them into the party. And it was really, you know, weaponized um, from then on. 100%. And, you know, self-care, it's spiritual. Um, you know, I am a person who, I mean, really does rely on my spirituality for just about everything. Yeah. And this has been so devastating as a spiritual person and a spiritual person who went to church, who liked church, who served church, who volunteered at church, um, who, who, who loves people at church, you know, who, who likes that culture. I never really felt hundred percent authentic in that culture. I'll keep it real, but, <laughs> but, and that may have been for a reason, but, you know, I know for me, as I've gotten to know uh, Jesus, because that's that's where I fall. It, I feel like he's made me more liberal, mm-hmm. like yeah. way more li- loving, not liking people. Yeah. I don't like those Supreme Court justices. I actually have even stronger feelings <laughs> about them, but I love them enough as humans to want them to have every single right available to them. You know, and that is the point. That is the point of Christ. Love people that's the religion love and I'm not getting that from the church which is I'm sorry they're responsible for this yeah and they're celebrating this and I'm disgusted and I made a decision just last week which has been very hard I haven't celebrated it that I will never attend a service ever again I will never support these churches ever again I'm not saying they don't do good I'm not saying there aren't good, solid people, but when you are denying someone a basic human right, I'm out. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> and I'm so sorry that that is our reality right now. And that you have had, cause I, I, you know, I know how much your spirituality, like how much of a foundation that is for who you are. And so I, that can't be easy for you. And it's something I, I did years ago. So, you know, you brought up the church and, you know, relationship to all of this and Mm -hmm. particularly Catholics. So I have a Mm. fascinating tale to tell about Catholicism because I was, I was raised Catholic. My mom's whole family was Catholic. And then my ex-husband and his entire family were also Catholics. And I ended up um, after my, my maternal grandmother passed away in 2010, I, I felt like I needed something in my life. I didn't have a church family. I didn't have anything. And I wanted something 
like that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my roots. I'm going to go back and rejoin the Catholic church. And so I took some classes and all of that. And I was confirmed and went through the whole thing, you know, and then we decided to get married in the Catholic church. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where it gets fun. So we were at one of those, they required you to go through, I mean, the hoops you had to jump through to get married in the Catholic church was insane. Not every church follows them to a T like this one did, not every parish, but this one, literally every single thing like, okay, you have to go to a retreat together, a three-day like retreat together. You have to have premarital counseling with a couple from the um, from the parish, you then have to take a test to make sure that your values are aligned. Because if you're, if they're, if your values were different, too different for them, they weren't going to allow you to get married. Like it was the most insane experience of my life. Wow. But we were at that retreat and the guy starts talking about birth control. And I do not have a poker face. I would lose all sorts of money if, if I was a gambler, because I can't keep it to myself and we're sitting there and he's, he said, I I cannot make this up. He said, if you are on birth control, just know that you are aborting babies. And when you die, you are going to get to heaven and you are going to meet all of those aborted babies. Well, Apparently my face was saying all kinds of things. Wow. <laughs> he pulled me off to the side, pulled us both off to the side afterwards. He said, you seemed to have a really strong reaction. You think? <laughs> and I was sitting there and I'm like, if I, if I open my mouth right now, yeah. I am going to eat this man alive. <laughs> so I was like, oh, did I? Oh, I just, you know, I just have such a headache right now. I just, I'm like, I'm not even going to, like, I'm not going to change his mind. But yeah, that was no, also no. before I found my voice. If that happened to me now, oh man. No. He couldn't, he wouldn't be able to get away from me fast enough. Right. That, that is the most absurd oh my gosh. thing I've ever heard. Cause I was, I was on birth control at the time. And the, the most hilarious, I was not even on birth control for sexual reasons. Not that it's anybody's fucking business. Exactly. I was on birth control to help tame my crazy, heavy, out of whack periods. Thank you yeah. very much. Yep. Yep. So like yep. for him to come in and say, I can't, I can't, I literally, and, and it, I mean, there's, I, I mean, there's so much from that. There's so much from that. It's like, number one, it is none of your mother effing business, sir. Okay. I don't give a damn what your label is. It is none of your business. Yeah, no. And they don't even consider, they don't even consider birth control for those reasons. They don't even, they don't even think about that. Because we might then become loose women and God forbid we make decisions about our sexual activity on our own. Like, oh my God, we have virtue to protect, don't you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with that. Like, like, like yeah. And, and this is why, so I actually, I, I have a friend from church, uh, met her in church. And, you know, she's, she's devastated over this, her and her uh, soon to be husband are devastated over this. And, but they've continued to go to the church uh, that I met her at. I don't, I don't, I no longer attend. Mm -hmm. 
And she um, basically said she was going to talk with a leader in the church about, uh, you know, what, what just happened with the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And she said, do you have any advice for me? Or would you want to come with me? And I was like, if I come, <laughs> Holy Spirit, hold me back. It's going to be bad. It's, it's best that I do not come because it is not going to serve them. It's not going to serve my highest self. It is going to serve the lower part of me, you know, my flesh, but there's no, 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 no. It's going to be bad if I join. I I don't have that grace right now. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I'm so sick of like trying to justify and trying to persuade and explain why all of this bullfuckery is not okay. I'm so sick of trying to explain. I'm so done with having to explain that. I can't. I, I just, and I, I, I just won't engage. I can't engage yeah. and I just can't engage in this, you know? And she did confirm, cause I didn't watch the service. She did confirm like, yeah, Sunday at church was devastating, you know? And, and she- Did they bring it up? Did they bring it yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yes. Why don't they and, do taxes again? They're influencing votes, are they not? I mean, I have felt this way about that for years. That they, that- there should be penalties. There should be some kind of penalties. I mean, it's live streamed and posted on their website. Like, yeah, yes. This is okay. And then some, and then some, they have free labor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, look, when I served, I did it authentically. I did it from my heart. I, I, I did feel at home at the time. It never lasts. (laughs) It was my second church where, you know, I had to start again, but, and, and it just doesn't last. And it doesn't last for whatever reason. No season lasts, you know. Yeah. It did what it was supposed to do for me at the time, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to hear from her. Yeah, they they are just on board with this. And so now there is a, you, it's like a breakup because, you know, many people who feel the way we feel have gone to that church for years. Yeah. It's like family. So yeah. now it's like, you're walking away from family forever. And there's a, there's, there's grief. There's true grief there Yeah. because at one point it was home and you felt safe and we no longer feel safe. Mm-mm. I don't feel safe. I, so I haven't been a member of a church in the, in the longest time. And part of it was, was that reason. But then also part of it was like, you know what? I know there are some denominations that allow women to be like pastors or preachers, but like, I will never step foot in a church that does not allow that, that sits there and says, right. oh, women aren't good enough. Like you're not allowed to be up here. This is reserved for the men. Like never, never, right. never. But what I'm, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What I'm struggling with, cause I didn't have that aspect, but my actual family, Okay. like, I don't think any of them are pro-choice. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know how I came from these people. Truly. <laughs> Like, like my mom is past now, but I'm like, does she have an affair? Like, is that, that happened? <laughs> I truly don't know how I'm from any of these people. Um, and big families on both sides and not one of them are, I don't, I may have a couple of cousins. I, I know I have some like second cousins that are, that are liberal, but I am okay. like, I am the lone wolf. And let me tell you, it has been a struggle to like talk to them because I know that they're a celebrating it and B that they voted for a lot of these people to get in there to remove those rights from me. And I like, yeah. 
I, I just, I cannot, I just cannot fathom that. I, I just can't understand. And I'm like, <laughs> for the sake of our relationship, I have to like remove myself right now because I, I don't have, like you said, I don't have the grace. Like I don't, I can't hold my tongue at this point. Yeah. I'm so angry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. I mean, I can't talk about my family, but you know, maybe hypocrites if they, you know, if they even tried to, you know, be like, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's just devastating, right? Like I, I, I think in the, the first, the first podcast, maybe of the, the first episode, I'm not sure, but either first or second, I don't know. But I talk about how there's a story in the Bible about Paul. He was, uh, he was blinded when he saw Jesus and, and then the scales came off and he was able to see again. But it was like to, to, to wake up, to really see this truth about our families, yeah. about church family, about our country, about what's really going on. It's so painful. The depths of pain, I, I just, you know, I thought I knew pain. No. I know. Um, it's, it's just wild, the depths of pain. And it's a collective pain. You know, I think about this, this case. I think about all these women in this country who had scheduled abortions that are now not gonna happen, at least where they thought it was. There are politicians and states trying to uh, punish women for leaving the state to go and get their abortion care. The control control at the very definition. Like if you don't think this is about controlling women, like you need to look up the definition of control. That is a hundred percent what this is about. That's it. Nothing to do with abortion. That's it. It's all controlling and keeping us in our place. Boom. There you go. There you go. Maddening. And I'm, so I'm planning or I was planning, I haven't planned it yet, four months out West. Mm-hmm. Arizona was going to be one of the states. Haven't booked anything yet. Oh. I'm like, how does this work? Do I ignore this and say, you know, they're like, I love going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I, I would love to go to Arizona. I've never spent a long amount of time there, but I'm like, yeah. what do I do? Do I go? Mm. I'm not protected there. They've just said that, you know, I don't have rights to my body. And I'm like, what, what would happen? Like, what if, what if I, what if I got pregnant and I, you know, I use, um, an app to track. I mean, the fact that that might be like that nobody really knows, (laughs) nobody understands, like they say that they'll protect your data, but in the form of a subpoena, what happens then the fact that that can be made public and is not private. It's the most terrifying thing. Like I'm questioning everything now. Oh yeah. It makes you paranoid. It makes you paranoid. And you know, it's just that the fact that that's even a thought though, like it it blows my mind. It blows my mind. No, I was of this mindset. I was talking to some friends um, who live in Baltimore and the one woman is a lawyer and she works for the government. And she was just like, no one saw this coming, but she's like, we, we all knew that this was a possibility. And for some reason in my mind, and I feel like a lot of other women could probably relate to this. I thought, oh, it's past. We'll, we'll never lose that. 
we have that now and we're, we're, we're progressing, we're getting better, right? Because that's typically how you think of it. We'll never lose that. Roe v. Wade will never go away. They'll try, but it'll never go away. Mm-hmm. The same with like, you know, oh, gay marriage, it's, it's fine now. Like that's never going to go away, right? But now, and maybe you, I have had to step aside from the news, but maybe you know more than I do. People are saying that they're going to come after gay rights next. And then they're, they're saying that contraception yeah. is what? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, what? they want to go after every, I mean, this is opening the floodgates for them. They're like, oh, we can do this. Oh, then we can do this, 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 and this as well. Oh my God. I mean, it, it literally is a Pandora's box. I mean, it's, 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 it's bad, you know? And, and I think that sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, mm-hmm. we get too comfortable oh, yes. thinking that these rights yes. are just as permanent as share yeah. or whatever, you know, <laughs> she'll never go away. Um, but we do. And I, you know, I remember um, when, you know, the late John Lewis was alive, you know, I would look at all of these civil rights leaders, right? Mm-hmm. From, from our past and t- until today, and they'd, and this is before George Floyd, and they'd still be like, you know, we gotta fight and we gotta fight. And I obviously knew about the violence against, you know, black people and, and you know, natives and, and you know, whomever else, you know? Right. check the box like you know let's go down the list yeah. um but i i kind of was like you know uh, is this really our i mean obviously we have issues but is this really like what he's in his what 70s 80s like is are we there at, at, you know at selma I, I don't think these are those times well you know what what they've taught me is that the fight unfortunately never ends yeah we cannot get comfortable. Yeah. We got comfortable with Obama and then Trump came in. Oh my God. And what we didn't realize was that Republicans were, I mean, they were always one step ahead. They were going to the very local levels and starting there. I know. Okay. I know. And how they didn't fall asleep. Did we think, oh, I'm busy. This is just a a small election. it, It doesn't matter. You know, how many times has somebody thought that? And All the time. Yeah. And it's, it, and that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. And I'm like, I'm just like thinking about this in terms of, I can't even wrap my head around the contraception thing. I can't even wrap my oh. head around that. Cause let's, I mean, let's, let's take a moment. Let's, let's take a moment to discuss pregnancy and, and, and how that works. So a woman can only get pregnant and have a, have a child once per calendar year, right? Yep. A man can impregnate 365 plus women in a given year. Why are we the ones that need the, like, wh- why are we being policed when it should be men who are being policed? That doesn't make any sense to me. And the fact yeah. that I have, I, I think I read this somewhere years ago and I have never forgotten it and I use it everywhere. But like, if men could get pregnant, not only would birth control be free and handed out on every street corner? It would come in nacho cheese and cool ranch flavors. Girl, you better <laughs> say that because it is the truth. It is the truth that they need birth control. 
they need birth control. That's, uh, that's where we are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, it's long overdue. And I think I saw, so they, they were, I don't know where I saw this. It was like, they had actually um, created some kind of, some kind of male form of birth control, some kind of pill or something like that. And the men didn't like it because they had side effects. Oh, <laughs> oh do they? Oh, goodness. Um, don't even get imagine? started on my laundry list of what the pill did to my body. <laughs> I mean, like you, I am all for it. Like, please go get it, make it free, give it up. But for me, it didn't work for me. Yeah, it didn't work for me. I, I, I just, I felt emotionally unstable. Something was going yep. on with my hormones. Yep. Uh, I, I just, Heart other women, it, yes. I mean, it didn't work for me. It doesn't mean it doesn't work for millions and millions and millions of women. Sure. But for me, I, after the last time I was like, well, you know, this ain't happening. I'm yeah. just, I, you know, condoms are great. Yeah. They've, ne- they've never failed me. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely. So yeah. that's going to have to be what, you know, I use if I use anything. Um, but you know, and it just, it's just really wild where we are though, because when I think about contraception, because, so I'm going to share this, I think I share this on my podcast. I'm not sure, but I, um, as a, as a Christian, okay, I'm not going to sit here and act like that. I think God is like gung ho about, you know, a lot of the things that we do in the world, including abortions. Okay. But I feel the way I feel feel about it for a reason. And like I said, the more I've gotten to know Christ, the more liberal he's made me. <laughs> so I went to him and I said, God, th- this ain't going to change. Yeah. Okay. Lots of things about me are going to change and evolve. This will not. Yeah. You made me this way. Yeah. So what can I do yeah. for this cause? And he said, focus on contraception. Mm. Advocate for that. It's not that I cannot advocate for abortion care. It's that also put your focus on contraception, okay? And I said, okay. And I started looking into it and I looked into Latin America and how there wasn't the same amount of access to contraception as we have here in the United States. Particularly, I looked at Mexico and Mexico is a big ass country. I don't think people yeah. really realize. It's really huge. Mexico is huge. It is different in every state. Yeah. You know, not one state is alike. Yeah. Um, I mean, the language and the, you know, just they're, they're, not, alike. they're not alike everywhere. Yeah. So anyways, but there's a lot of women in Mexico in rural areas who do not have access. It's a very conservative uh, Catholic country. Okay. I found out that the number one form of birth control for women in Mexico, 40% um, were being sterilized. That was their only choice is to be permanent, like just unable. Wow. I was in shock. And it said that women in Mexico, if they have access to contraception, they use it. But it said that Latin or Mexican women in the United States who do have access don't use it as often, even though they have access to it. So it was just, it's like, you know, where they can't get it, they would use it if they could, but where they can get it, they're not using it as much. And I just, I thought, I mean, just the, just the data on it was just so interesting, but sterilization, 
is what it came down to for 40% of women. And I, I wasn't sure, I couldn't even believe what I was reading. I was like, this is, how is this real? This is ridiculous. They shouldn't have to do this. That's crazy. Um, so I felt very, once again, grateful that I lived in a country where I have access to this if I wanted and needed. And now that can be threatened too. Are you kidding me? Uh, it blows my mind. None of it makes sense. That, that's the thing. Like none of this makes sense. Um, there, you know, the conservatives are all obsessed about, you know, protection of life is what, what they keep saying. <laughs> life. But they don't seem to care about the mother's life at all. Because in some states, particularly Texas, looking at you here, um, I mean, even if, I mean, the, 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 I, I, I can't even speak. I get so angry about this, but something about like, if, if the woman is raped, even if she's like underage, she's raped and she gets an abortion, like the, the, the father can now sue her if she, what? And then like, it, I mean, okay, you know what? You want to be extreme about it. You want to say, you know, you don't want women to have the right to choose if they, you know, slipped up accidentally and had unprotected sex and got pregnant and they want to get an abortion. You don't want to believe in that. Okay. I can almost be like, whatever about that. But when it comes down to the pregnancies that will kill a mother, if they are not taken care of, right. There are a number of them. Yeah. And the fact that they're still saying, Oh, sorry, sorry. You still can't have that one. Sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, what? I don't understand that because guess what? That, that baby's not going to live anyways. Correct. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, it's not, to me, it shouldn't even be called an abortion at that point because it's like, if the baby is not going to live and they need to remove that so that the mother lives, like, I just, I don't know. Like that blows my mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's like, they've gone so far. They don't even know. They don't even know what they're doing anymore. And, and yet they're still continuing. Like, well, like this is, this is, it's just beyond insane. It's just insane. Like there's no other way to put it. It is absolutely ridiculously insane. I know. I keep thinking it's, a, it's like, I'm going to wake up and they're going to be like, psych, we were just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I realize I shouldn't make light of it, but I literally, yeah. Isn't, is this happening? This can't be happening. Right. It's, it's completely surreal. It's just like, how is Latin America becoming more liberal on this? I know. How, how, how? I know. But we are just, we just, we, we take a step forward and we take five steps back. That is what we do here. What's, what's that meme? It's like, oh, aren't time zones crazy in Japan? Right. It's AM right. in Australia, it's 12 PM in the U S it's 1942 where nobody yeah. writes except for old white men. Like, yes. yes. And I have to, right now I'm looking at Joe Biden. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know damn well, I am, I will never vote. Look, we had to get the Cheeto from hell out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. I mean, you, you, you would think that hating somebody enough would help you vote for the other person. Yeah. That it didn't, that didn't work for Hillary. No, it sure didn't. Um, so it's not a great strategy or tactic, but there is no way. They hate women. That was why that didn't work. Yeah, well, yes, that. They that. hated women more than, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Um, but 
I just don't see him as somebody who is so outraged to the points. No, I right? I'm like, where are you? Like, where are you? Like, you're supposed to, I, I just, I'm the same way. Like, again, I'm totally with you. Like we had to get, I hate, I can't even say his name, dump. We had to get dump out of office. Like we, he had to go, dear yeah. God, he's caused enough damage as it oh is. Oh um, he had to go, but like, I, I just, and again, I have not been watching. I haven't watched or heard really anything of his reaction to it. I saw one post that he made about it and I'm like, okay, that's great. You, you, you are saddened for us, but what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, don't just say that we need like do something do it dying I don't see dying from this yeah I I don't see the establishment democrats doing anything I don't I hear other voices saying hey they've gone too far we have to impeach these justices yeah you know what about codifying you know what and Obama the more I learn about him and I wasn't happy with him even when he was in office. I, because we had, I think when he left office, we were in, we were bombing eight countries, something like that. I mean, I, I wasn't too happy with him, yeah. but he had a chance. He talked about codifying uh, Roe v. Wade. There was a small window. That yeah. Was, but they focused on Obamacare instead, but that took right. so long that someone died and then we lost our. Right. We lost right. our. And, you know, honestly, I look at the Supreme Court justices, I, I'm not shocked by any of them, yeah. um, I, but I will be honest. And it was because of Obamacare. It's because he came through for Obamacare. I was, I was holding out for Chief Justice Roberts because it seemed like, not all the time, obviously, I knew, I knew, I know his stance, but at times he had some sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, Isn't God the- forbid it comes down to this. Maybe yeah. he will, maybe he will be the one because he was the one with Obamacare, you know, in upholding it. Disappointment when you're like holding out a slight glimmer of hope yeah. and it just yeah. doesn't happen. Like, isn't it's, that the worst? It died. It died. And then, and then I look at Clarence Thomas oh. and I don't, I don't even know how his wife isn't being investigated um with her wanting to overturn the election um i mean contacting chiefs uh trump's chief of staff you know texting him after the elections and blah 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 like i don't know but i look at clarence thomas as not only a shit stain on the supreme court but a shit stain on the black community okay literally poo and i then i cannot help but go back to joe biden who roasted, who was the leader in roasting Anita Hill. Yeah. Um, when she accused um, his grabby ass of grabbing ass, you know? Um, so I- uh, There are many but, that is not fucking okay. Like that is never, is that ever okay? Like why, why was that ever okay? I, I just, I, I take it back to Biden's, you know, former days as a senator, and he just he he's responsible for for a lot of um, horrific legislation. 
for backing it. And the Democrats just have no real backbone. It's the only thing you can admire about a Republican is they will not yield. They will not yield. Well, unfortunately, it's the wrong party that's not yielding, okay? We need people who will not yield when it comes to human rights. And we don't really have that. We don't have that um, in terms of- We're mm -hmm. not unified. No. That I hate so much because the the men who are pro-life and all of this, but, but it's the women. It's the women. Yeah. So it's so depressing that we're not unified as a whole, as a gender. Again, it's like it just yeah. mind. some some women they, they they don't mind remaining in chains. Yeah, they're comfortable there. I actually read something about that um, right before or right after Trump was elected because I was like, help me understand like. And it was something about that people will vote for the oppressors who, who keep them down. It's like a psychological thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well that, that helped my brain slightly understand. Mm. I was still horrified, but it helped Mm -hmm. me slightly understand. Um, So something I'd kind of like to, cause this, I mean, we could talk about how awful this is forever. there's just there's no there's no amount of time in the world right yeah um but maybe you know talking about things that we can do because it it feels hopeless there are times i feel so helpless like there's nothing i can do um but there are things that we can do uh one thing i wanted to bring up i don't know if you're familiar with this woman she is just a complete advocate for women's rights but she's all about educating women about money and their finances and wealth and building wealth um her account is her first 100k and she started sharing um some things about like boycotting between july 3rd and july 5th for women to just not spend any money if you're able oh i saw this yes so yes i am participating this so july 3rd through july 5th i am not um going to be spending money so i will get my groceries ahead of time. I mean, it's literally everything. Like don't spend money on groceries, online okay. shopping. Just like, okay. don't, if, if you can, again, yeah. if possible, obviously some people will need to spend money and stuff and that's fine. But like, yeah, because yeah. we, we're responsible. Uh, she shared a statistic of like 83% of like, it was some crazy number. I'll, I'll have to look it up. But um, yeah, if we, if we can even be a little bit of a pain in the ass. Like oh my I, gosh. <laughs> well, and, and again, you know, it, it does come down to money, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, um, you know, this decision was about control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was about control, but, um, you know, I was thinking about when you said, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to go to Arizona, you know, that's the thing. They want your tourism dollars. They want your Airbnb dollars, you know, like, and I, I really do think if it, if this in some way really hurts our economy, mm-hmm. well, I don't think they'd be as passionate for some reason about this. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, uh, I'm looking at, I mean, Utah is obviously out. Um, Utah, yeah. Idaho as well. I wasn't planning on going as far as 
California, but I know California is safe. Um, I can't remember where Nevada stood. I think Nevada was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Nevada's okay. But um, New Mexico, I was shocked. They were they were okay. So I used to live in New Mexico, and okay. that, that was a that was a conservative bunch. Okay, okay. <laughs> around there, but I think New Mexico was okay. Okay. Um, so New Mexico was all right. Colorado was fine. Um, okay. Yep. Yep. But yeah, yep. no, it's just like because that that yeah, that's something that I have to think about. Like I have to like where, and I'm very thankful, right? Because I've been in the south since the end of January, and so. I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania now and I'm going to be going to New York state okay. tomorrow. Um, so I'm like, okay, New York. I, and right. I, it's crazy how much stress that you don't realize that that adds. Oh my God. When I was like, oh, I'm in the North. I'm, I'm protected here. I literally felt like a weight off of, I can't imagine living wow. permanently in a oh my God. that didn't. Um, but I also think we should do a little bit of a shout out to some of the corporations who are, I don't know if you saw Dick's Sporting Goods, and there've been a slew of them ever since who are supporting their employees. They're saying, you know what? We stand with you. Abortion is healthcare. And if you need it, we are not only going to give you the time off to get it, but we are in a, you are in a state that it is banned. We are going to give you a stipend to get there yeah. and for a support person to go with you. I'm like, hell yes. That's what we need. We need those corporations to stand up and make these, you know, exceptions because that's, that was incredible. I read that and I like felt a little bit of a glimmer of hope. Right. Right. I mean, I think I saw Pan- Pantagonia. Yeah. Yeah. Patagonia. Was one of them. But I, I did see the, 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 you know, the big, I've saw, I've seen Amazon. I've seen, um, the, the problem is, so while that is amazing and I believe they mean it, yeah. You know, I believe they mean it. <laughs> um, I, I also know that these are corporations that have donated to the very people who advocated for this happening in the first place. So it's like, oh God, you know, like, like I will take you supporting these women and paying for, I will take that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But then you go and you donate to the people who created this problem in the first place. It's just like, oh God. Yeah. You know? You, I guess we can't win them all. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll take what we can get right now, but this is the fight of a lifetime. Uh-huh. This is, we, we just can't get comfortable. Comfortable is something we are not allowed to know as women. You we're just know. not allowed to know it. No, we're not. Okay? We always have and to fight. We always have to fight. If you're gay, no, it's a lifetime fight. If you're black, you already know. You already know. So it's it's just we can't get comfortable. We can't get complacent. We can't. We have to be one step ahead. Yeah. Because here we are without this right as law of the land, yeah. um, and it's devastating and. Um, it does feel like we're helpless, right? But, you know, there are tons of organizations and funds Absolutely. that if, if you're, you know, blessed to give a little, yeah. you know, you can. And because, because they have a strategy, they have an organization, they have, you know, they know what to do. They know where the resources are, need to right. go, you right. know, and, and, you know, um, 
we do, they're trying to go after the uh, actual, because most abortions happen by an abortion pill now, or at least a nice majority of them. They're trying to go after that now, which I think that that's protected, but um, I'm not completely sure. But again, there are funds to donate to make sure that we can, you know, you and I can stock up on this just in case mm-hmm. someone needs it, no. you know, it can be given to them, but obviously, you know, we'd want them to like speak to a doctor, like, okay, this is what you do. This is how you take it. You got, you got to take care of yourself. You know, you got to, you know, so that they can take it and, and, and be fine, you know, and, and, you know, because God forbid there's a complication or something, you know, we want them to be um, healthy and well. And, yeah. Um, because you know it is a physical thing but it's also an emotional thing it's a mental thing most women most I want to say 98 percent or something like that who get abortions do not regret it maybe even higher Um, they knew you know it wasn't something that they wanted to do but they did and it was the right choice for their lives 100 percent 100 percent so yeah no and I, I think that's great you know there are a lot of funds to donate to and you know voting with your dollars is just as important powerful think about like where you spend your money that matters that makes a difference um you know and if you like you said if you are in a position where you can donate to some of these organizations they absolutely could use your money and i am in no way affiliated with any of these i don't get anything from recommending any of this um but i just know that women need help (laughs) we need help right now and we need a plan. <laughs> we need something. And these, yeah. these funds are, are doing just that. Um, I know a couple of accounts off the top of my head, Sophia Bush, um, has a really great account that she talks about. I don't know if you remember her from one tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah. She's an incredible activist for women. Wow. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, so she has, um, a lot of resources on her page, on her Instagram, but then, um, she shares that I think it's called Emily in your phone mm. and she is also sharing a bunch of resources and I will plug all of okay. these um, because this has been helpful for me because it's like okay we know what's happened we're so frustrated we don't know what to do and we don't know where to go yeah. you know we don't know like who to kind of turn to and so right. these accounts can kind of help you understand Guide. what's going on and you know know like where you can put your money and you know you don't have to give a lot like I before this happened, I started donating, I think it's act blue. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have made a recurring donation with them. I think it's like 15 or $20 a month is all that I'm giving, but it's right. like, it's something, it makes yeah. me feel slightly better that I'm doing something, you know, even if it's, if it doesn't feel, but you know, you think if a hundred women gave $25 a month, how impactful would that be? Exactly. It, every dollar, it literally does matter. Every single dollar really does matter. Yeah. So whatever you can give, it really is, you know, you're, you're planting um, really beautiful seeds. Absolutely. You you're know, planting the seeds for the future of females in this country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for them to get the right care that they need. Um, exactly. Exactly. I hope that, I hope that in my lifetime, I see this reversed. <laughs> same same that it goes the other way and I hope yeah. that, see because it feels like like you said we've gone so far backwards and oh we're making so much progress and now that progress feels gone 
Yeah. But I will leave, I will leave you all with this as we, as we wrap up. Um, I read something one time that said before a country or a person or, you know, what have you, before they really move ahead and progress and get to the place that like they're striving to get to a lot of times they go backwards first. That gave me a slight little bit of hope that we're going back just because we are going to be propelled and progress so much further than we could possibly imagine in the years to come. So I am holding on to that with every fiber of my being um, and hoping that is the case for women's lives, for black lives, for indigenous lives, for women's lives, for all of them. Yeah. Um, So thank you so much for being on today. Um, I know this was a heavy discussion, but so needed. <laughs> well, this, this is an everyday for me. So it's just like, you know, I talk about this stuff every, you know, obviously in private, but, but, um, I, I do share it on my, uh, Instagram, my feelings. And I, you know, for me, um, I used to be afraid to really share my feelings, especially because <clears throat> you have, you know, like, like on, on our platforms, we have family watching, friends who maybe don't agree, you know, um, my church family watching, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I, you know, but I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I really, and I, I am who I am and I've had to get really comfortable with being very human and being okay with that because of the whole, you know, thing about black women being angry. Like I had to get comfortable yeah. with my anger, but knowing how to use it productively, how to express it. Um, and how to harness it, how to harness it, how to harness it to for, good. for good. Yeah. Exactly. No, I so I don't give a fuck <laughs> anymore. You I know, if you don't like it, don't look at me, which is, which is, you know, for you, a sad thing. If you don't want to look at me, that's on you. Um, you are blessed, you know, <laughs> I will tell you the best thing I ever did was to block all of my family members from my page. Oh God. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Um, Right. I have my dad on there, but I don't, Yeah, he's on Instagram, but he doesn't, he doesn't really use it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I got rid of all of them a long time ago. I'm like, I cannot, I just, I, cause I, (laughs) it's your right. One last little story. I had a my aunt, who I, I no longer speak to, she, um, which you'll understand in a second, when I was married, I did not take my then husband at the time's last name because I just didn't want to. I wanted to keep my mm-hmm. last name. And she mm-hmm. literally, I don't know if she messaged me on Facebook or commented on the post. She's like, how dare you? What would Jesus say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> he wouldn't care. Actually. He li- <laughs> Next. What's for lunch? Maybe. Can I? May I please have some wine? I don't, uh, nothing. Like, yeah, nothing. So I had, I had. That was a happy day for me when I got rid of the family. <laughs> that's a real thing. Like we get scared to share stuff. We get scared yeah. of the judgment. We get scared of the backlash. Yeah. We get scared of the trolls. We get scared of all of that because yeah. people will change how they treat you if they don't agree with stuff that you put out there. Um, but I'm with you. I stay silent no more my voice will be out. It's going to be loud. It's going to be proud. I'm going to speak my truth. And if you don't like it, there's the door. It's too damn bad. 
Yeah. It's <laughs> healing. We need to remove yes. the blocks in our throat chakras. So it's just healing. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, if you do not already follow Aquila um, on social media, I will plug all of her information. You definitely need to check out her blog, um, The Realist Woman, because she does highlight so many crucial news stories about women and girls in the entire world. Things that I know just in the short time that I've known you, I've learned so much because you've highlighted so many stories that I never would have heard about. Um, and it's just so important that, that, that these women and girls, you know, still have a voice. And I, I love that you share that. So definitely follow her and check out her podcast as well. And like I said, I will plug all of your information in the description and the captions. And again, thank you so much for being on with me today. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. I get to, I get to see you. I know. I, I get to talk to you. <laughs> I know. And, and I do, I do believe we will meet and embrace. Yes. So we will, that will happen. It yes. has to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>